This is the city. The city of Absalom. The city at the center of the world. Absalom is celebrating the Radiant Festival, a three-month festival of epic proportions held once every hundred years. The celebration attracts all types. Tourists, performers, merchants, inventors, as well as unsavory types, petty thieves, gangs, cults, and criminal enterprises. That's where we come in. We protect and serve. We are the agents of Edgewatch. Hey everyone, welcome to Rule for Combat Agents of Edgewatch. I'm your GM and host Steven Glicker, and in this week's episode, the agents continue to explore the murder hotel. You know, they're going to be doing this for a while because this is it. You know, this is kind of the whole name of the module and everything. And you know, the, the hotel's like really big, like really, really big. So they're, they're going to be doing this for a while. Anyhow, this week, you get to hear why my players trust me because I make a big mistake. That's right, a big-o mistake-o, and you get to hear how I handle it. So this, you know, this happens. This will always happen in any role-playing game, especially Pathfinder, because there is a lot of moving parts in Pathfinder, and it's very, very, very easy to make a mistake. So when it comes to mistakes, there's, well, basically two different types. <laughs> there's player mistakes and GM mistakes. Now, when players make mistakes, I usually give them the opportunity to fix them unless they're tactical mistakes. Tactical mistakes, I usually don't let them fix because, you know, that is kind of the point of the game. It's like chess, you know, it's like, look, I realize you probably should have done something different, but it's too late. Not always, you know, I'm actually pretty relaxed on that if you've heard me. My big rule is like, if your turn is done, and you made a mistake, then it's too late. But during your turn, and if you haven't rolled the dice, then you can change your stuff. It's kind of like, once the die is rolled, it's too late. But during your turn, if you want to change your movement, if you want to change your actions, you know, if you want to change things up, I'm fine with that. But when it comes to GM mistakes, that one's the big one, because a GM mistake can affect a lot of things. It can affect life and death. It can affect whether or not PCs are, you know, down 50 hit points or up 50 hit points. There's about a trillion things that can happen. And, well, the easiest way to understand how I handle it is to listen to this week's episode. But usually I just rewind time. I, you know, put a pin in it. I say, okay, we made a mistake. I realize it. It happened like a turn ago. Let's go back to the point of the mistake. And the thing is, 99% of the time, the PCs will never argue with you because it's usually in their benefit. And everyone gets a second chance at doing their turns or doing something. So that is the easiest way to gain trust with your players is that if you own up on your own mistakes and you just say, hey, I made a mistake, let's just fix it. And that's it. That's that's really all you have to do. You do that and players will always trust you. Always. 
And sometimes it can be hard to swallow. I've seen GMs that just, you know, they get like a little too wrought up in the fact that they know the rules and they're the GM and they're in charge. But, you know, in the end, you're playing a game. Like, who cares? Uh, I'm just trying to get the rules right. And if they get them wrong, I try to fix it. If I get it wrong, I try to fix it. And in fact, if I get things wrong, you guys know I do this. If I get something wrong, I will come back the next week and tell them what I got wrong and how to fix it. I'm always looking to improve. I'm always looking to make sure that I get the rules right. And, you know, it's really, really hard to sometimes look up rules in the middle of a combat and get it right. In those cases, I usually just do my best, look up the rule. If we can't find the exact ruling in like a minute or two, I just make a note. I take my best guess at how to adjudicate it. And then I look at it later and find out how it should have actually happened so that we don't mess it up again in the future. So, and something else to remember is that these rule mistakes are part of the game. Like this will happen. It's impossible, especially if you're playing Pathfinder because Pathfinder is an incredibly complex game. But even the simplest games, that mistakes can happen. And just keep in mind, there is a difference between a mistake and an opinion. That's the thing, is that a GM can decide, oh, uh, the DC for that role is 20. And the PCs might say, oh, it really should be like 15. I don't know why you made it 20. Well, that's a GM's opinion, and they're totally entitled to that. But a mistake is, oh, I did a second attack, and I should have done a minus 5 on that second attack, and I forgot. That is a mistake. So don't confuse GM opinion and them running the game with an actual mistake. That's where fights begin. So just be careful of that. But just remember, everyone relax. <laughs> it's a game. You're supposed to have fun. Mistakes are going to happen. So just deal with them. Everyone play cool. And whenever you're in doubt as the GM, always side with the players always because there's always going to be another monster there's always going to be another trap but you only have so many players and you don't want to piss them off you can always make it up later trust me so always side with the players everyone is happy with you you come out a hero and everyone trusts you so with that let's get to this week's show notes so not a lot going on with show notes. Again, RPG Superstar. I am putting up a monster a week. Every single Saturday, I am putting up a new monster for you to see what it looks like and to give a little bit of background on the monster itself. And you can find those on the Patreon. Or, of course, you can see them on social media because I always share it. So check those out. Also make sure you check out our Patreon. For five bucks, you can listen to the show live, you can hang out with us, you can say hi. We have a couple of people who listen to the show every single week. And as I said, we usually play Three Ring Adventure on Sundays and usually Edge Watch on Mondays. Not always, but usually. Of course, do check out the Discord channel. We are starting a online convention. Outpost 4, I believe it is. There are dozens and dozens of tables, so come by, sign up now. 
just go to discord.rollforcombat.com. They're even having the specials. Those are those multiplayer special tables that you can only play at conventions and nowhere else. Nowhere else can you play these games. So if you want to try one of these out, come by and sign up. They're a lot of fun. These are the only things I run at Gen Con are the specials. I love them. They're really cool. They're the most complex adventures you can play in society. They are great. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's exciting episode. So wait, do we want to go down yet? Because there's more up rooms up here to look at. Chris Beamer is playing Lomang, an orc tiefling monk of the crane style. Well, we came from down, though. The down is the first floor. John Statz is playing Cadet Dougie McDougal, a human ruffian rogue. It's probably going to connect. Yeah, but this probably goes down and further down than that, probably. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. I feel like the answers to our questions are down there, though. Jason McDonald is playing Basil Blackfeather, a Tengu empiricist investigator. That is true. Death. Death. You smell dead. Seth, what do you think? What's Gomez think? I, I think you guys go do, do be adventurers and stop being afraid of a staircase. I'm not afraid. And go I'm just, and go. I'll go. Oh, how dare you? I'll go. Seth Lipton is playing Gomez, a goblin elementalist sorcerer. All right, Dougie will fall Lomang. Uh, all right, and if we don't want, if we want to go down now, that's fine. Oh boy, give me marching order. I'm gonna be alert with the plus one initiative and go down. I'll go third behind the big boys. Hey, Gomez, it's me, Dougie, a Basil, Gomez. Oh boy, I just hope we don't accidentally go in reverse order. Oh, are you all healed up? Is everyone ready? Is everyone ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. You start going down staircase yep. let's see where you end up first let's move you all onto the next map there's a good chance there's undead <laughs> praying to god yeah what if we accidentally get lost and we reverse order and gomez goes down first you're, you're going down the staircases that wind back and forth you're you think oh man we're, we're on the first floor look at that look where we are isn't that cool it keeps going down do you continue going down oh, past the first floor? Do we want to go down? Do we want to go down again? Yes. All right, we're going down. Yeah, that's what we're here for. Yeah, of course. Do 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 do. Oh, you're so dead. Uh oh. I mean, you're fine. You emerge into a room long racks of freestanding wooden shelving all covered with glass bottles and jars of varying sizes line the eastern and western walls of this rectangular stone room inside the jars float embalmed monstrosities ranging from preserved humanoid body parts and whole fetuses to more bizarre curios other than the wooden staircase that you just came down from the northwest, the only exit is a wooden door to the south. Now, let me give you a few more things. Wow. The floor is tiled as if to, uh, oh, I don't know, make it easy to clean, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Okay. The walls are also very easy to clean. 
This room is a mad scientist's nightmare. A messy mad scientist. You smell death. Before we proceed in here, just uh, just my professionalism is kicking in as, as a police officer, and I'm wondering if uh, Lomang was right, and we should finish all of the, we should clear up all the up, like put a pin in this, clear all the up, just in case there's no person knocked out needing help in a room or any of that stuff, and uh, it'd be systematic, and and then do the, the downstairs. The uh, yeah, yeah. Like fit, like finish, but finish behind us. You know, make sure behind us is secure before we go forward. It might be too late for that now. Uh, you had your chance. I... <laughs> Dude, we can just walk back up the stairs. We, we no, had the chance right late. now. Like, like I, I like <laughs> I understand what I'm seeing, and what I'm seeing is whole other chapter of a dungeon. And I'm wondering maybe we want to want to clear up the clear up the loose ends upstairs before we proceed in this. Yeah, I I like having the closure of knowing that we don't because because no one listened to me. We have a, a loose cannon rattling around the hotel already. We already have that guy that skedaddled. Mimic. Oh, oh, I forgot about the mimic. Forget about the mimic. I'm talking about the guy that greeted us. You have the mimic. You have Rollo. Yeah, the female uh, half orc. Yeah. Oh, the one who yeah. She's somewhere yeah. running around. Yeah. Yeah, she's somewhere running around, and I don't like. I don't want to be attacked from behind. Oh, that's right. She fled the scene. Did we? But with the, the exterior door, actually, did we? Did we lock the exterior door? Yes, you let the people go, and then you relocked it. Ah, oh, well, yeah, she's got keys. Though it is true that uh, that yeah, exactly. She <laughs> yeah, has I mean... keys to that lock. You have no idea. Like, like maybe maybe we maybe we want to go upstairs, secure the yeah. door, clear everything behind us. And be professional about it, rather than kind of being haphazard. We're just right. murder hobos. Maybe, maybe we should like let's 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 RP. I think we're here, but and we should and our answers to our questions are here. But if I'm if I'm in the minority, then whatever. No, we, we. It's like I agree with you, and if like like I don't know, it's a little bit of an RP thing. Like like if I was a dungeon adventurer, screw it. Like you know, like press on. But uh, like. Taking the role, yeah. of, taking the role of a, of a police officer, like we we really should, like it seems like proper procedure is to make sure that all the rooms are clear of possible victims, any evidence is secure. Yeah, you know. And this place has victims, believe me. This place has what? This place has victims, so we we yeah. got to. Uh... There's only a couple more, to, I think, so we can do it quickly. We can try and do it quickly. As far as I can tell, I can see only one more room up here. But maybe we could do it quick. Maybe we could just be very, very choppy. You know, chop, chop. And, uh, you know, it's like, it's yeah, like search for yeah, traps, open quick. the door, look inside. Don't search for everything. Just see if there's anything dramatic we need to worry about and then go. Yeah, you search the west side of the second floor. The east side is completely unexplored and you haven't done anything there. That's all right. So, yeah, so let's just do it real quick. Have we gone through this door that I'm standing in front of? Yeah, that is the closet. Sweep and clear. Okay, you're now on the east side. There is a door to the south, and there is a hallway to the north. Check for traps. Listen. Knock. That door is open. It's, oh, it, it is. unlocked. Yeah, you can open uh, it. I'm going to open it. It leads to a hallway, and there's another door there. Oh. Check for traps open. Boom, boom. Yeah, these are check for traps central. Checking for traps in the floor, in the, in the door. <laughs> you don't see any traps. This does lead to a a room. I mean, you could tell that much because they do have room numbers and stuff. And 
You know, they probably have the names of the rooms on them. Let's be silly and say what the names of the rooms are. I probably could have done that beforehand. What's this one called? The Wongi Room. The Mwangi Expanse. That explains it. Well, it's like jungles. So, All right. I'm not impressed by the jungle room. Okay. Well, you didn't open it. Yet. Okay. I'm going to go down here. Open it up. See if, there's a, see if there's a dead body on the floor, and then I'll just move on. Well, I like to see time to see the scope of a, a Wongi Room. Before I go in it. Okay, well, there's, yeah, there's one room. And then there's another room. Okay, I just wanted to check out that hallway. Okay. Yeah, there was a hallway, and you think there's a bathroom and another room in that. All right, I'm going to check out, uh, see if it's locked. Check for traps. Listen. It's locked. No traps. You can unlock it using your scary skills. Oh, no, a 15. You actually failed, but I gave it to you anyhow. Uh, okay, you unlock it, and you can open the door. Wait, where did you go? I don't see you on the map. Uh, east side of the map. South. Way south. Yep, there we go. South of you, Lome. Okay. I, I go to the... It's The, the door is east of me. I, I... I'm just moving you in so you can see. All right. Canoe. Oh, cool. Magical lights blaze as brightly as the noonday sun on this room's blue painted ceiling. The tile floor is painted with leaves and branches, giving the impression of a room suspended in a jungle canopy. Plants drape down from alcoves along the tiled walls, fed by numerous trickling fountains that cascade down from high on the walls before disappearing into discreet grates in the floor. A large hammock hangs in the chamber's northeastern corner, and various storage bags and boxes dangle from the ceiling on vine-like ropes. <sighs> nice room. Uh, check for traps. Can I make it? Can I make a like a, a suggestion just for efficiency's sake? Sure. Like, my suggestion is if we open it up and there's no body on the floor, like nothing that's obvious that needs our attention, or like nothing, nothing jumping out and attacking us, then like kind of. Consider it secured, put a pin in it, move on to the next room. Because I agree also that the interesting stuff is probably downstairs. Yeah. Um, well... The only thing is we have to note it because there are clues everywhere. Yeah, there might be clues, though. I mean, if, if there's, like, a, a dropped doll or something like that. Right, you know, right, right, right. With a note. We can do it quick. So search for traps, then we go in and we search. Yeah, we, we're searching for traps and then going through these crates and... Check out this canoe fed. That's kind of cool, Ved. Okay. A few things happen. Mm. Dougie notices a trap um, where the canoe is. Looks like another one of those pit traps. Boy. Unbelievable. We turned off all the gas, right? <laughs> yes, we did. Theoretically, yes. Unless there's another gas, like another gas repository in a different part of the building. This is terrible. Stay where you are, Dougie. Oopsie. And as uh, Lo Mang is looking through these various baskets, there is a viper inside one of them and decides to attack you. Free viper? Oh, no. Somebody left a viper behind. Roll for combat! Oh, Basil was far away. I don't think Basil's was no, Sorry, over I was there. trying, to, think, back I was to, where just trying was. to figure out where I was, and I accidentally dragged myself into the room. But I'm technically out in the hall. Is it a big? Is it a big ass viper? Like that big? Or no? It's a small guy. It is, quote, a giant viper. Unquote. Giant. <laughs> giant vipers are frightening sights. 
with injection tubes as long as daggers. Ugh. The sheer amount of venom injected by a giant viper can cause severe blood clotting and leave a victim utterly drained of vitality. Basil, you're first, as you see a viper fall out of the basket onto the floor, ready to coil and strike at whoever is nearby. Guys, if we kill this viper, Thorgrim will be very sad. That's right. <laughs> um, I am going to cast Ray of Frost on it. Actually, I'm going to devise stratagem and cast Ray of Frost. Okay. Uh, attack of a 20. You bear... Well, it's actually a 22, right? You barely hit it. Nice. Damn. Seven points of damage, and it does not like that, and you are done. Nice. Dougie, you are up. You're right next to the Viper. What do you do? Uh, Dougie approves of Basil's uh, quick thinking. Uh, he's going to bash it, The but, but it's best with a simple weapon. He's going to bash it with a mole. Well, you never said you had your weapon out and you're searching, which requires two hands, so... Alright, yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll take them all out. Yes, one yeah. one action to take them all out. Now you can attack. And now I'll bash, yeah. Bash in the name of love. Is It never gets flat-footed, right? Because it's a snake. It, it probably does. Oh, it can get flat-footed, but it's not flat. Well, do you get the ability that it's flat-footed on your first round? Yeah, it's I get it on the first round, but it's my surprise attack, sneak attack. Yeah, then it's then you get it <gasps> as long as it's always flat footed. Oh no! Oh, I I, I do <laughs> love that it's flat footed without feet. I do love okay, that. Okay, so I nat twenty. Roll. Wow. Uh, eighteen points right. of damage. <laughs> Decent damage. Okay, yeah, eighteen points of damage. It's crushed. <laughs> it's barely alive. It's like okay. <laughs> It's like you, you you almost you almost made it into paste. It's barely living. It's still alive, but barely. Eleven will miss. I miss. And you're done. Yeah, it was two attacks. One pull out, two attacks. Done. Lomang, um, it's almost ready to go. It's trying. It's looking at you. It's going to strike you. Maybe push you backwards. I feel like this might be a job for the plus one crossbow. I'm not sure though. Oh god. <laughs> Forget that. Forget that. What? Three turns later, you shoot it. And miss. And miss. You'll roll it three and miss. Let me, just, let me figure out the action. One action to pull it out. One action to load it. One action to run. It's actually two actions to load it. So. No, no. I'm using, I have the light. I'm using the light one now. You know if it misses, then you're all going to get hit and poisoned. That's all I'm saying. I, mean, I won't even be able to fire this turn because I'd have to run away for one action. Three actions. Yeah, can you can you just can you just beat it up? Can you just flurry blows? You're and standing right those? next to it. You, you don't need a weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah, standing yeah, yeah, yeah. next to it. God it has sake. it has one hit point. <laughs> Dude, All right, crane style. Let's do it. Crane wing attack. But it's got viper ferocity. Crane versus snake style. Oh, this would be good. Kill it. Oh God, he rolled a natural one. Crane versus snake. Well. Guess what? An 11? A critical miss. This might hero point time. Oh, oh, he gets more attacks. Yeah. There we go, maybe. Oh, yes. 20. Did you put in the minus yes, 4? I did. I, don't I know put, if you, you see did. it right there. I, I don't think you did. I don't think minus you did. Minus 4, 6 damage. It's done. Does that hit it? Oh, wow. That's so good. Didn't even get a chance to go. It fell and just died. That's how you gotta deal with vipers. There's only one way. Yeah, this is another way we do it. This, this is good. This is we get we get, we're gonna gotta go to a good pace. It's like there's the trap, there's the monster, kill the monster, move on. I like that. Yep, I like it. Yeah. 
All right, so let's f- finish searching, checking the room, not not activate the trap. Searching around, searching around. But you don't want to stand on the trap and set it off. You no. sure? You sure? Good things can happen. You never know. You could have uh, confetti come out. That's right. It might be a party balloon trap. But then uh, you could disable it, maybe, or not even bother, really. I don't want to disable this trap. Ooh, 819 experience. Nice. Almost, almost level four. Almost. Oh, wait. Okay, so I'll disable it and maybe make that 227. You actually get the experience just by finding it. Oh, natural 20. I disable a 27? <laughs> maybe? I don't know. Does 27 do it? You jam the mechanism to keep the trap wow. door from opening. You do it again. This maybe 27? Wow. Huh. Wow, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. You're very good at the black market skills. I'm on the trap. Now I'm off the trap. Now I'm on the trap. Now I'm off the trap. All right. Anything on here? Nothing, right? It's like uh, it's like we're on the bomb squad. You know, like, like somebody on the bomb squad knows a lot about bombs. Yeah, we really are. I'm searching the room. Yeah, you're on some squad. I don't know what it is. But you guys are really kicking ass. Yeah. Thank God you have people who can see things. Because Basil's the backup in case Dougie misses. But so far, Dougie's been rolling really well. This actually was a pretty advanced trap. This is yet another trap that required two people to stand on it. And once again, whoop, canopy down, trap door. Difficulty? What was the difficulty? Hazard four. It was a fourth level hazard. Like, what did I have to roll to do it? That's impressive. Um, you needed a DC 23. Wow. Expert, which you are, so. Oh, no, you're trained. <gasps> you can't disable it. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I actually made a mistake. Oh, you fall down because you keep stepping now. I'll actually give it back to you. You you look at it and you realize, uh-oh, I can't actually disable this thing. It's above my pay grade. I'm off the trap. <laughs> <laughs> now he's off the trap. He's like, whoops. All right. Well, I thought you were expert, but I realized you're actually expert. Medicine, probably. No, you're expert at... Because there's, there's to see it, and you're expert to find it, but you're not good enough to disable it. Yeah, I can f- identify the craftsmanship. Uh, so, but you know what we should do? We should, we should mark it. We should, we should mark it to make it obvious. All right. Well, it's marked. It's a red, red box. Yeah. Well, I put the red X there. Yeah, I put that X. So you guys know where it is. I mean, you could put, you could put notes. I mean, like, I, like I'm, I, like I'm back in RP world, like, uh, because, because other police officers stuff after draw some chalk, like, oh, right on the yeah, scene, yeah. Yeah. put up the yellow tape. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. like, big trap here of an arrow. Do not pass. Do not pass the yellow tape. It's police. That's right. Put put up the tape. We we get that yeah the the, the yellow tape that says trap around it. Trap, exactly, trap, exactly, trap. exactly right. <laughs> like police investigation trap here. Oh, that's funny. Oh, how good would it be if police actually had tape that said trap, trap, That, trap, that actually trap. would be really funny. All right, so let's go. Next room. We search the rest of the room. You find nothing. You search the room, and other than the cool hanging basket that had a live snake in it that almost killed you but didn't even get to go, there is nothing worthwhile in this room. So, next room. Yep. Okay. Out you go. All right, uh, checking for traps, checking for traps, checking for traps. Holy smokes, if you can't check for traps in this dungeon, you are so screwed. Yes. No joke. <laughs> you just, you die. Uh, I don't even know what you would do. 
who actually unintentionally, I think, made a really good call, all of us being a little bit sneaky, you know, with the thieving skills and stuff. Like, there's three of us that have seen thieving skills. Yeah. I don't have thieving skills. Room is locked. It's another room, another quarters. Listen. Yep. You don't hear anything. Knock. Nope. Knock. No one, no one comes. All right, and I'm gonna check for traps. No traps. And it's locked again. Is it... Yeah, you open. You can open. That's fine. I'm just moving you in so you can see it. All right. This room is decorated in black and gray, including gray drapes on a wrought iron canopy bed. Smoked glass windows and a single gas lamp cast the room in twilight. In addition to a large iron wardrobe. The room features a torturer's rack, manacles, and torture implements hanging from the wall. A sculpture of a flayed, eviscerated man is inset into the eastern wall, as if the wall were a thin membrane and the man were being pushed through it from the other side. This is the Zan Kuthan room. Ooh. Haha. I like Zonkuthan. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Oh, that is a grim, grim room. I'm going to check for traps. Zonkuthan is very evil. And then I'm going to get out of this room. I don't want any... You're looking around. This room looks like the whole thing could be a damn trap because it is just filled with death. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm in favor of just passing this one by. Yeah, me too. Nice room. It is decided. Put a big X on the door. Zonkuthan. That's all you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> the Zonkuthan tape. <laughs> Little ZK. Yes. The ZK tape. Uh, that is a bathroom. Oh. Water closet, if you will. Again, a very nice one. Yeah. I, uh, if anybody has to go, go now, because we're not coming back. So are we done south? Maybe, And then we just have to do north, and then we're I done. I think that's right. Just north, yeah. That's great. Let's do that. Uh, I'm just reversing, going north. So sure enough, you see another room south of you, Dougie. It looks like a guest quarters, but it doesn't have a name or number on it. So a little suspect. Uh, Listen. You listen? Check for traps. Nope. You don't hear anything? Uh, Knock. Nope. Nothing. And open door. This room appears to be under construction, its walls unfinished, and heaps of tools and sawdust scattered across the floor. A fanciful bed frame in the room's center resembles a dragon-headed longboat made out of iron, while a tattered tarp blocks light from pouring in through an open skylight in the ceiling. This literally looks like a room under construction. Land of the Linorn Kings? Huh. Uh, check for traps? Check for traps! Well, in the little area near you, you check and look around, and you don't see any traps. Uh, what's this alcove? I'm checking for traps in this alcove. Any secret doors? Something. There's got to be something here. You look around. The only thing you do notice is that you notice gas pipes emerging from the floor and woven through the metal frame of the bed. So it looks like this is a half-finished trap that is somehow woven into the bed to kill people in a fun and interesting way. Oh, for Pete's sake, let's get out of here. Good God. I agree. You sure? It could have been fun. Okay. There's a zigzag 
Oh boy, here we go. Okay, checking for traps in the zigzag as I walk. <laughs> Zigging and zagging. Only one reason to put a zigzag in a hall, that's to put a bunch of traps in, I know. <laughs> Why, do you design those for a living or something, or you used to? No, I'm just, this is Dougie's theories. Oh, Dougie's theories of trap finding and execution. Zigzag equals trap. Well, you see two doors, one to the south and one to the north. And another one way to the south. Three doors, actually. Yeah, let's uh, check for traps on the south door. The door to the south of you right now? Yeah. You do not see any traps? It's locked. Open the door. You give me a roll for this one. Ah. This one is a little bit more reinforced than the other ones. Now we will pick a lock. Twelve does not do it. You are like, whoa, this is a pretty well-locked door. Does it require experts? And it's locked, strangely, from the other side. Huh. Uh, can I try again? Yeah, you can try again. You keep going until you run out of... 25! Now he does it. Click. What do you do? The door can be opened. Uh, open the door. Loming has a chicken icon over him. Inside the room, you see something. The tiled room is bare, save for two sets of manacles hanging from opposite walls to the east and west. A nozzle-like showerhead in the southern wall and a drain in the center of the floor. Red and brown stains shriek the oh. floor tiles, and the whole place reeks of filth and other horrible body fluids. Oh my god. Is this like, is the room clean or is it messy? Oh no, there's like blood and feces and Ugh. just body things all across the floor here. I'm going to do a perception check above me. Well, there's also a man chained to the western wall that is just mumbling to himself. He appears to be very desiccated. He's wearing a loincloth, has torture marks all about his body, and is chained to the wall. What do you do? Oh my god, it's freaking seven. Uh, Gomez, get in there. You got the pendant. Uh, no, you you get in there with no, your. No, actually, no. Basil get in there with the uh, first aid kit. Like the, this is this is mundane. Heal him up with medicine, right? This is undead. He's undead. Roll for combat! Oh, oh, he's a, he's a, uh, oh, oh, he's not a victim. He's a monster. As soon as the door opens and you start like futzing around, he screams. He says, "Bonsai." He does. He says, "I'm gonna kill you, Pratchett. I'm leaving this place." He runs up, and who's in front of him? Lomang. Lomang, you get a magic missile to the face. Oh, is this Camelins? Wait, is this guy is this guy a victim and just driven insane by his tortures? No, remember the mage you went missing in like episode two? I'm wondering oh, if that's this dude. Oh, like the like the boy was looking for. Oh, in the zoo, yeah. Even before the zoo. Wait, th that is that you're talking about the little kid who was looking for the master? Yeah, the little kid who was looking for his master. So th this is that guy. Yeah, I'm guessing. I don't know for sure, but that we're lo we're looking for a mage. So all right. Well, well, that we, we got we have to we have to not kill him. We have to we have to knock him out. That's what we always do. 
Yeah, it's pretty much the same plan A. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like it's, I just want to confirm that because we've been we've been encountering killable things recently a lot. Yeah. Okay, so this guy runs up, sees you all, cast magic missile. It hits you right in the face, low mang. Ten points of damage. And for two, two missiles, uh, five each. Uh, Got hit. Wow. He hit two missiles. Both hit. Max damage on both. <laughs> somehow my unfortunately somehow my notes don't have the kid's name, but I do have his name if that's him. You send a dart of four streaking. It automatically hits for uh, each additional action you use. Increase it by one. Yes. So he casts two missiles at you, and now this other person who was hiding comes running through. This is a female gnome who's wielding a trident and sees Dougie in the way. This female gnome runs up, and she's like, Kill them! Kill them all! We're getting out of here! We're getting out of here! And she tries to shove Dougie out of the way. Is that something you roll? Yeah, hold on. I'm looking it up. Okay. If you get manhandled by a gnome, I will lose all respect for you. Yeah, I, I'm not. It's not going to happen. It's... Oh, shoot. Was Nira from a gnome? The vet? Was the veterinarian a gnome? I don't remember. No, it's shove. So, okay, so one action to move up to you, one action to shove you out of the way, Dougie. That is an athletics check. She takes her hand off the trident, tries to push you out of the way. Let's do the D20. That is 12 plus 9, so 21. What is your fortitude save, Dougie? Ooh. Oh, I roll that? Okay. No, no, you don't roll it. Your fortitude is 7, so you have a 17. So it's 20 for 1 for 17. Dougie, you get pushed out of the way. <gasps> so she pushes you 5 feet backwards and follows you into the space. And she desperately tries to open that door to the north, but it is locked. And she is screaming to let me out, let me out. I think shove is a two action. It's one action. I'm looking at it right now. Mm. Um, Basil, you're up. I see the gnome. So I'm going to just sort of shout out, Lerma, we're, we're with the agents of Edgewatch. We're here to help. Calm down. Let's see if I can reach her. Because that would probably be Lerma. Hold on a second. Lerma Swampwalker, a gnome ranger from Viridian. Oh, look at you with your notes. Oh, my God. I'm so impressed. That is really good. And I think the wizard's Kemalins or Kemenels or however that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes that makes all the, that makes sense. You say that to her, she looks up at you, and says, "You won't trick us again, Pratchett. You've done that to us too many times." Shit. <laughs> all right, we have no choice now. Well, non-lethal damage, but <laughs> I guess we're fighting them. Well, you don't know. I mean, this is probably going to take more than one. They, they obviously they are freaking out. They've been heavily tortured. Their minds are snapped. I would have gone for Camelins first, but I technically couldn't see him from where I was, so it was a role-playing thing. I, I had to go for the gnome. Yeah. Here, I'll show you what they look like, too. Um, it's an, he's in bad shape. I think that's fair. I think we, we have to restrain them and, and to try to and wait for them to come to their senses. Actually, look in the handouts. You can see what he looks like. I don't have a picture of the, uh, the gnome, but that's what the Oof. man looks like. So you can see he is in really, really bad shape. Lomang, you're up. Wait, let me see the picture. It's in handouts. Oh, there we go. 
Yeah, they, they gave him the seven treatment. All right, so I only see the gnome. I don't see the other guy blasted me. Yeah, he's in the room. He's in the room. That's why. You might have to move a little. All right. I'll, I'll try something new. What's that? What are you going to try uh, new? My first action, I, I remove my net from my backpack. That takes two actions. It's two actions? Yep. Okay, that's fine. So I'll remove my net from my backpack. Okay. Attempt to net the gnome. In other news, he's got a net. Uh, that's around the hard corner, so it's going to be really hard to do that because he has cover, but you can try. Yeah, I'm having trouble seeing. Because it's around the corner. So I can't could see. You, if... Could you move up one? Is it possible for you to move up one, Lame? And I'm done. Yeah. Okay. Now now you're yeah, you're blocking them out of the way, so they're kind of stuck. Now Gomez is up and kind of can see them. There's a lot. It's a really bad spot. It's a bad spot. Yeah. So if I move over here. So if I move there where Lomang was, I should be able to see both. Can I see both Lirma and the other guy? Well, Lirma's behind the hard corner, so no. Uh, but you can see Kaminellis. Ah, what a pain in the ass. So there's Zigzag. No, God, <laughs> and it's like, and I can't... Ah, man, these squares. So, so, so there's no... Like, even though realistically, in real life, I could be on the line between these two squares and see both of them. Game mechanics-wise, that is impossible. Well, you see a, like a sliver of Lamera, but yeah, because what I want to do is, uh, is I want to be in a position to... where I can see both of them and, and get the two for one on the taser. On the taser. Nope. But if that can't happen, that can't happen. All right, so I will. Well, you can try to <laughs> you can try to push past Lamera. I mean, yeah, unfortunately, the way they're situated right now, you can't get both. Yeah, it's like the it's like the battle grid, you know. In, in real life, I could be in, I could be in the space, but straddling those two squares and just stand there and be able to see both of them. Yeah, yeah. It's just a bad hallway. All right, so I will just blast. Uh, I will I will blast uh, emaciated. Yeah, we just, I'll just give him give him electric arc, and uh, hope for the best. Mister emaciated, you got it. Little tase. Uh, let's see reflex. Twenty three. He jumps out of the way with uh, astounding ease, but you still hit him for two points of damage. A little zap. A little zap. Zip. All right, Dougie. You uh, you just got pushed aside mm -hmm. by a female gnome who has been horribly tortured, who's holding mm -hmm. a trident. What do you do? Yeah. Uh, I take my maul out. And now you have flanking. And I whopper one. And that should be a crit. Damn. That is so mean. Okay, you hit her 14 points of damage. God, I rolled three on a 12-sided die. Gosh. With a crit. All right, and I roll again. The mall. You live by the mall and you die by the mall. And I miss them all. Now, obviously, they have no armor, but when you roll a nine, you still miss. Yeah. Even with flanking. Even with flanking. Roll the nine, buddy. Caminellis. He sees you all there. He's like, get out of my way. I will kill you all. Burning hands. I mean, honestly, I wonder if we just get out of their way. <laughs> they might just They're gonna uh, run into one of those rooms and die. <laughs> what will happen? Well, yeah. And, and, or or they are they just gonna yeah. are they gonna hurt civilians? You're the right. They're insane. Yeah, they're you're right. Shit. Okay, Gomez, Lomang, Lamira, and Dougie, give me reflex. This is not a lossy uh, fair ad, uh, situation. Reflex? 
Yep. The wall of fire comes flying at you. Lomang makes it. Gomez makes it. Dougie makes it. Lemire. Oh, Lemire. And she makes it too. So everyone takes six, two, three points of fire damage. That's it. So everyone takes three points of fire damage right. as he does burning hands, coning into the area, and he is screaming for you to let him let him be free i will no longer be your prisoner you will not torture me and who's in front of him uh i believe that is mr lomang right hi mr lomang yeah lomang's up in his grill grill. does he have anything he can do with one hand yeah he'll punch you provoke (laughs) <laughs> no, no <such> thing. <laughs> you, you, not you uh 19 he actually almost hit you but uh he tries to punch you to get you out of the way and you misses damn lemire is up lemire can't seem to get through that door but let, let me let me ask you a quick yep. question so <clears throat> he cast a spell two actions yep. and then he attacked with one action as a melee attack he doesn't he doesn't get minuses nope. on that no really I suppose I should remember that with my bite attack. I should always bite if I'm near somebody. Because it's not considered... Well, actually, maybe. Let me see. Yeah, I would think because it makes it... Because then it makes. No, like it's the... not an attack. It doesn't have the attack. Um, it's very rare what just happened. Aren't there other things? Aren't there a lot of other things that... like? What was that it has to have the attack it? keyword. And it doesn't have the attack. No, we were trying to break a grapple. That counted as an That attack? does attack. Yes, because it has the attack keyword. All that matters is the keyword. Right, if it right. says attack, it's considered an attack. That's it. That's all you have to do, and I, I could believe it mechanically because uh, you know th- th- I guess that's a little bit of a compensation for that uh, point that I brought up earlier about how a, like a lot uh, like a lot of the cantrip attacks are kind of the equivalent of shooting a, a thing, but it takes two actions. So maybe that's the counterbalances that you can spell and get that one last action attack without a penalty. Oh, it definitely opens up like a like a sword uh, switch hitting mages type build. Definitely right. Well, mages is the next class coming out. Yeah. Right, right, and and actually, and actually, that that like that that is a reason for me to be near things where where it's like I spell them and bite them. That's a completely legitimate build. In fact, in our other one, we had a sorcerer barbarian, and she did that all the time. Yeah, I like so it. She would <laughs> cast a spell and beat you over the head with a club. I mean, you can do that. All right, that's good to know. To the front of the party goes Gomez. <laughs> well, uh, Lemire is up, and she can't seem to get this door open. So she is going to just try to... Uh, she sees another door to the south, and she is just going to just attack uh, Loman because she's she's trying to get out of the way. She's like, get, get out of my way! Get out of my way! 23! Nine <laughs> points of damage, Lomang. Did you get hit in the stomach with a trident? 14 misses, and her last attack is a 10. So she is frantically just stabbing at you all. She's trying to get past you and push past you, but with between Lomang and Gomez, uh, there's a obviously blockade. Basil's up. I guess I'll cast Ray of Frost on Lerma. I think we're going to just go for a knock them out and then try to reason with them. So actually, I'll do devise a stratagem and then Ray of Frost. Wait, does devise a stratagem? I think it's just an attack. Does that include spells or not? I don't know. 
It might not I work. I've kind spells. of assumed it's any attack, but it might. It might work. Narratively, it should totally I don't know. spells. I would think. Mechanically, let me, let me take not. a quick look. Um, let's see. Well, if it's if you strike it's a the strike, creature, so that it only works implies, with strikes. That implies me melee. Yeah. It, 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 okay. Well, it has to. It has to be something with a strike, and a strike is defined as an attack with a weapon. Or an so there might attack. be spells that have a strike component. Or with a ranged attack. You actually can do it with a ranged attack. So, interesting. Maybe. Well, what is it you're trying to do? Ray of Frost. Which is... Well, Ray of Frost does have an attack component, and you do... Well, it's anything that I think you need to roll an attack roll for. You can use to survive stratagem on. So, in other words, you couldn't use it for something that is just... Because why would you, in fact? There's no point in using Divide's Stratagem for, like, a fireball. Because that just hits. You know what I'm saying? So it has to have the attack keyword. Uh -huh. So, yeah, it'll work with Ray of Frost, I think. I'm going to say yes for now until I know otherwise. Well, hold on a second. I'm going to the actual definition of a strike. You attack with a weapon you're wielding with, or with an unarmed attack. Oh, so it's not... Right, so it's a wheel. Well, all right, so it's unarmed or weapon, so you don't have either, so it doesn't work. So actually, I was I misread this. Yeah, it's not for spells. So it's not for spells. Okay. Well, I'll just zap her with Ray of Frost, anyways. Okay. But you still would have hit last time because you rolled a twenty, and which was enough to hit her. So you would have hit no matter what. Just FYI. And a twenty-five. Sorry, I don't know why that went through twice. We'll hit with a crit. Nice! And she is... She's dead! You killed her! You put her out of her misery. Good oh job. my god. I thought we were doing non-lethal damage. Basil. Basil. I was kidding. Yeah, yeah, he's joking. He's joking. <laughs> don't, don't put that on me. <laughs> don't put funny. your evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do, Basil? What did you do? Oh, wait. You have another... You have one more action left. You can go. Um... You can you best. I'm just going to move up a little bit so I can get a better look at the other guy. Lomang, you have a trident sticking out of your chest. You seem to like tridents. Remember tridents? Ah, uh, tridents. Uh, all right, let's try this net theory. <laughs> Take the ten turns to do. All right, I'm going to throw the net onto the magic user, which is an attack. Okay. You use a net. Uh, well, it says on its own or attached to a rope. With the net unattached, you attempt a range attack roll against a medium creature within. So just use... Do you have a ranged attack roll? You have a dagger. Does the dagger ranged? Holy moly, I never gave you... No, I have a crossbow. I could do crossbow and subtract... No, use crossbow. Use crossbow. Just roll a 20-sided dice. Oh my god. No, because I don't know the pluses. So just yeah. use the crossbow. It's the same exact attack. You roll a 12. You take the net, throw it, and totally miss Cabanellis. Ha! That's so embarrassing. It goes flying into the room. He ducks under it. Now what? That's so embarrassing. How oh, flurry. <laughs> it was a good idea. Oh, no. no actually, no, actually... Yeah, you can flurry. Yeah, I can flurry without being in cranes. All right, let's do it. Plus one crane wing. Uh, yeah, I guess, right? That's what, Well, that's your normal attack. Yeah, because you have a plus one wraps. <laughs> oh, man. You're... Such a loaming. An 11, you miss. I, I can't even hit like a, a feeble, diseased, unarmed beggar. And I miss with everything. It's an embarrassment. And a three. You miss 
You throw the net over his head. You try to punch him, he ducks out of the way. You, then you roll a natural one. At least he didn't get pushed by a gnome. Oh, you actually have one more attack. It was only two actions. You got one more action. Lo Mang, what you gonna do? One more. Oh, yeah, I do. You get one more attack. Or an action. Or an action. There's no way I can move past him right now, right? You could shove. Yeah, a huge minus. Which will push him, and you can try to get past him. But it's in, that's in minus eight. It's an athletics check in minus eight. How about a... Tum- All right, I'll attack him again. I mean, there's things like that. Yeah, definitely. It's really hard. I mean, anything you're going to try is at a minus eight, so... Or a minus ten. Yeah, a seven you miss. Gomez, you just watch Lomang do what Lomang does. Miss, 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 miss. Uh, you're up. Well, usually I do a lot more than that. Usually I hit, 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 hit. Yes, usually you miss five times. Now you just miss four times. All right, well, my plan is to miss myself and make him feel better. So I'm going to I'm gonna try to taser him again with electric art, and then I think I might use my elemental toss, which is the worst named thing ever. Now here's the electric arc. He makes his reflex save. You hit him again for two points of damage. All right, so then here's my elemental toss. Does that get minus five? Uh, I don't, I don't think so. Or maybe not. The spell. Okay. Um, wow. In that case, then you hit, holy moly, with an 18 and do 11 points of damage. And that's minimum damage. Rocks and sand and grit go flying into his face. And he's, he's screaming at you, cursing you. He will not be held anymore. You have to kill him. Dougie's up. I don't know where this monster is. Is it... it... South of Lomang? He's right in front of Lomang in the room in the south. Okay. Not a monster, it's a man. It's a man. A man that has been, been driven to become a monster. Uh, I am going to... Can I shove somebody is who is... No, he is cover. You're going to have to go where Lomang... You're in a bottleneck. You're going to... You could... You could either delay, you could try to attack him. He has cover, although he's probably pretty easy to hit because he's basically naked. Or you can do nothing. It's up to you. Well, since I can move through people, can I move here, attack, and then move back? Yes, I think you can. Really? I'm really surprised about that. Yeah, you just can't end your space. Okay. Um, So you can basically move, attack, and move back. Okay. That's cool. Uh, That is a crit. And that... Well, I think 30 points of damage uh, killed him. Like, you were, like, hit him was it a crit? Was crumbling. Yeah. Oh, wow. He rolled a 28. Yeah. Nice. He goes crumbling to the ground. He rolled a 19 what? for 28. 19 plus He goes crumbling Ba-boom. to the ground. And now what? You have two heavily unconscious, heavily tortured prisoners. Restrain them with restraints and provide first aid. Yeah. Yes, there we go. Standard operating procedure. Yeah. Edgewatch manual, page 32. Yeah, that's right. You know, let's take them to one of these uh, nice rooms and shackle them to the bed and find out what they know. <laughs> I am for that. No. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing we can do with these guys. Like, you know what? They're unconscious. Yeah, no, shackle yeah we can, them up. We, I mean, we have to handcuff yeah. them. It's like, it's like police. We have to handcuff them to a chair. Yeah, they're shackled there as per uh, maniac. Exactly. Well, here's the thing. Inside this room, and you can tell that they've probably been here at least two to three weeks. Okay. So they've gone through and seen some stuff because 
it's been they've been here for weeks and been tortured horribly so you, you don't know what's going on what you can tell though is that both of them have shackles and it looks like they were burned through with acid why there's a trident in this room you have no idea maybe it was like a saw situation they were doing it's, it sounds it sounds very saw situation yeah is that magical well, Caminellis, as you know, was a magician, a wizard. So maybe he managed to get enough of his wits. And he was casting spells on you, so... He summoned it, maybe? Yeah, he might have had his acid splash or something like to get to do that to the, mm-hmm. the things. Yeah. I'm going to search this room anyway. It's, it's gross, but I'm going to give it a once-over. Sure. Maybe we, could, maybe we could employ the mimic as a guard to watch them. I don't know. I don't trust that mimic to not eat them. Yeah, that's a good point. They might just eat them. That's a hungry mimic. Well, you spend a little time looking through this room, and fun fact that every single book ever written by Paizo has the word machinations in it. I've never not seen it. (laughs) And I'm looking right here, and it says both travelers booked rooms in the hotel and fell prey to Pratchett's machinations. So there you go. Machinations has come up again. (laughs) It's like, I don't know why they use that word, but it's in everything. Everything. Anyhow, I think it's actually twice in this book. You search. This room is like the torture's handbook of rooms. This room is saw and hostile, put together, had a kid, and just put bodily fluids all over the place. There's a big grate in the center of the room where things are supposed to drain. It is just, they've been living in filth, handcuffed to the walls, and it is just disgusting. It smells repulsive. This is motel hell. It is motel hell. We should take them to that hot and cold jacuzzi and wash them off. You actually do notice a nozzle in the wall. And you're not sure what that nozzle's hooked up to, but probably one of those gases. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, do we get a hand wave for healing since uh, we have so much out of combat healing? Yeah, you can do a little bit of a hand wave. Okay. Yeah. Can we can we bring them to a, to the safe room? Maybe like a just yes. Attend to them, wash them off, clean them up, restrain them like as comfortably as possible. Like not these na- these nasty manacles that they cut their wrists on, but like like straight jacket them up in some fashion and then be able to explore the rest. Yeah. Well, you could even just probably put them... Well, it's up to you. Some of these rooms have windows. You keep that in mind. So they can probably get out. I don't know if you want to manacle them up. I mean, it's up to you. You do whatever you want. We can heal them, right? Like, we can, like, give them first aid. Well, if you heal them, then they're going to wake up. Yeah, so I want to keep them sedated. So that's something else. Yeah, all right. Well, uh, yeah, all right. Oh, but we do. We do need to. I mean, like, are there like we exam? We will first examine them and uh, evaluate their wounds. Like, they're not dying, right? No, they're not dying. They've been heavily tortured, and they're going to need a lot of help. All right. So if they if they re- if they can safely remain unconscious without a, without a threat of worsening their condition, you feel that you could probably take them to one of the safer rooms as long as you maybe check on them every so often. Put them in the bed. Right. You know, clean them up. You can lock right. the room. Right, yeah, exactly. You know, you know how exactly. to do that. 
We have to manacle them, though. They're going to go crazy. They're not any better. They're worse off than what we found them. Okay, they're worse off. They've taken a lot of damage. They're potentially worse. Make a skill check and make a medicine check and determine that. Because the answer might be, like DM might give you the answer, they will be out for eight hours. And then we'll know like our window for leaving them someplace. Nick, I do a medicine check and try there. There's my medicine check. 18. Well, Basil can do one too. Basil once. Dougie does one. Is Basil doing one? Yep. 21. Even better. They're going to be out for several hours. Between the fact that they've been tortured and exhausted, and if you put them somewhere comfortable in a nice soft bed and like maybe just wash off their wounds a little and uh, cool them down, I think they'll be okay. They'll rest comfortably. The jacuzzi room with the st- where the statues used to be might yes. be a reasonably good one. Absolutely, absolutely. Let's get, let's get, let's let's take them there and do that. As long as they're tied to something, so they don't just kill themselves. In the- well, if they're like like what he's t- telling us is is they're going to be out for hours, and so we have hours to explore downstairs and then come back and then get them. All right, good. Sounds good. Uh, let's 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 go do that. And or we can block the door with a piton and keep them in there. The old piton trick. <laughs> we do that. Right, so you go to that room, there's hot water, you know, they're, they're out. Like, you guys, they, between the fact that, who knows, they've been tortured, they've had no sleep, you knock them out, you use your techniques, your sleeper holds. They're out. They're out. They're going to be out for a while. Okay, so we've attended to them. So what else do we have to do upstairs before we go to the dungeon downstairs? There's two more rooms, two more rooms. Let's just quick do them. So let me tell you a few things. First of all, by saving the prisoners, you get another hero point. So all of you now have two Woo-hoo! hero points Yay! for the rest of this session. You also have 909 experience points. You're oh so close. Nice. That's, I want that fourth level. The fourth level. And there's at least two rooms you haven't explored over here. Oh, yeah. We're going to do those rooms. Yeah, let's do, let's do them real quick. Let's go. Those rooms... Oh boy, here we go. And I'll hand wave the uh, healing. Because you barely took any damage in those fights. So I took damage. No one else did. Eh, barely. Okay, so there's a, there's a door to the north where Lirma was trying to open. And then there's a door to the south where you just see, well, there's a door. You don't know what's there. So what do you uh, do? Dougie is going to listen to the south. He's going to check for traps. He's going to not knock. He's just going to open it if there's no trap. Okay, give me a second. If he doesn't find a trap. He listens. He doesn't hear anything. Um, the door is locked. All right, I'm going to open it then. You're going to unlock it. Give me a roll. Disable device. Oh, it's a oh 27. My oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. Look at that. That's a critical hit. That's a critical uh, success. What? There's got to be something good on a critical success. How, how many 20s have you rolled? I, roll, I, rolled, I rolled a lot of ones already tonight. <laughs> I lose count. You, you, roll, you roll as many ones as he's rolled 20s. I roll average. You are terrible. You're terrible. Some I make, some I don't make. Are you ready? Yes. yes. No, you shouldn't be. <gasps> you open up the room. <laughs> this dank room reeks of blood, likely thanks to several congealed fly-covered buckets of the stuff around the chamber's perimeter. 
thick stained carpets cover most of the floor several layers deep, and a similarly blood-stained pallet lies in one corner. Embedded in an alcove in the western wall is a three-foot-tall stone door with a peephole. In addition, you see a small little man. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Who looks like a wizened, bearded man. Perhaps a little gnome. Except he's wearing a blood red cap. And he's carrying an enormous scythe with iron boots. And as soon as he sees you, he screams and attacks. How, how bad are red caps in this game? <laughs> really, really, really bad. Uh, I don't know, but this is where uh, we want... for combat! I think we want... Uh... Basil and Gomez to go first. Lomang, you hear, you can't really see this because you're next to Dougie and you're not there, but you hear screaming and... I'm going in, boys! Uh, First action, crane stance. Second action, I'm going to move in. Moving into the room with a red cap. I don't know if I'm red cap. They're like a a buffed up super goblin. No, no, no. They're much worse than that. All right. <laughs> wow, you ran right in. Yep, I did. You charge. So that's one charge action, him. Uh, two actions, and now we're in third action, which is uh, crane wing. Yeah, let's do it. Attack. Crane wing. Oh, 24. That's a good roll. Six points Dragon. of damage. Boom. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh my God! And I, and I will do. I will choose to do that com- combined thing just in case. I don't know if you have the arm. Okay, you crit. Is that a crit? Sweet. Fourteen points of damage. Twenty points total, and I'm done. Dougie, get in here. Okay, you, you like punch him and punch oh, him. Oh, Dougie doesn't get in there for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this uh, this this guy, he's got a huge scythe. It looks. Horrible, horrible! I tell you, uh, Gomez is up. Get in there, Gomez. Yeah, go, go, bite him. Gomez is up. Gomez cannot he see any of this. You are so far away. Uh, I think I, I think the smart move for me is actually to delay until after the red cap kills somebody, so then I can immediately bring them back up to life. Probably a good idea. So I delay till after the red cap. Red cap goes. Doggy, get in here! I'm uh, I'm still fiddling with my uh, thieves tools. It's not that bad. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the first thing that happens is his heels. Sorry, his wounds are magically knitting almost as fast as Lomang did them. Is as oh, fast no. as they're knitting up. He's fast healing unbelievably quick. He's what? nearly fully healed again. What? That's right. a problem. Yeah. He's a magical fae. And that's a free action. Nothing happens with that. Oh, that's a free action. He gets that. <laughs> Next thing he does. Oh, my God. It's so funny. So funny. He is going to attack you, Lomang, with his sight. Mm. Are you ready? I mean, maybe you can miss. Oh, it's going to hit. It's oh like... Plus 20. Oh, 31. 30 
Why? Yeah, there's a crit. There's a crit. Okay, that does 35 points of damage. Wait, 35? Oh, Jesus. It's a scythe, man. Can I can I hero point that in any way? No. <laughs> he does 1d10 plus 10 slashing times 2 plus another 1d10 deadly damage. So he only rolled a 4. That was the whole thing. He rolled a 4 and he still did 35 points of damage on you. Yeah, but I mean, it, the, yeah, but it would be nice if he missed. He rolled a 4? Yeah. Not to hit. He rolled a 16 to hit. On damage. Oh, 6. Because he rolls a 4 plus 10. So that's 14 times 2, 28. And then he does another 1d10 of deadly. That's his first attack. And then he decides to do a stomp attack where he will move and kick. He's like moving and kicking. So he is going to move past Lomang and attack you while he's moving. He gives you a boot. He's wearing these huge iron boots. Oh, he kicks mm. you in the face, in the shin. He does 12 points of damage. And then he moves up to Dougie, and he's going to kick Dougie. I have two hit points left. Wow. Uh, a 16, and he just misses Dougie. Jeez. So to answer your question, they're really, really, really bad in this game, uh, Seth. He just did... 47 points of damage to Chris in, in two hits. That is a problem. That's an issue. Basil, you're up. Yeah, you guys trouble. Oh wait, can I can I drop back in? Because I was gonna come. I was, yes, yeah. you can go. So so let me yep. drop back in. Bring out the big guns now. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna heal Lomang. I'm gonna to do a two action enhanced heal can't see him with my last second level slot i don't know but you can't see him he's so far which, away which i believe is a you have no line of sight seth you can't do that you have no line of sight I, well I, I have the other action i'm going to move to wherever i have to be oh, okay well it'll end up being 1d8 plus 16 heal that would be nice if you can get it get it off yeah the monster is one south of me one square south of me directly south right Oh and oh and the doorway is there. Yeah. Oh he and oh he's in the doorway. See that doorway? Oh I do see it. Like uh, see how I move my guy back and forth. That's what I have to do in order to be able to see everything. Yeah. Uh, all right. So so the red cap is blocking the doorway. Yes. And Lomang is inside the room. Yes. That is that that is less than optimal. Uh, do you have any knowledge check Wait, options? I, uh, I I actually want to delay more until after you, Dougie. And you bum rush that guy and move him away so I can get at Loman. That's not. Uh... If I if I can't get line of sight to Loman, he'll he's dead, and he's useless in this fight. Loman's gonna be useless anyway. He's got he's he's got he's prone. He's got to pick up his weapon. I'm not prone. He's gonna stand. First, he has no weapon. He's not prone. And yeah, he's, oh, he's, he's not out. No, I'm not out. No, he's not. Oh, no, he's okay. not. I he, he, was he out. will be in a second I'm if we don't I'm heal him. Oh, you hit. guys have to do some serious damage. Oh my I god! I don't know. Wow, that's yeah, impressive. I, 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 yeah, I don't, I don't know. What do you want to do? I I could push him five feet, and that's going to do not a whole lot. Yeah, because right now, like the situation right now, everybody is between me and Loming, and I can't reach him. I like with my spell. I am requesting that you do a knowledge check on him so we can figure out how to, to, to kill him. If not, just hit him with the Ray of Frost because he's he's healing. Well, my, my, I don't think my knowledge is... I don't think I have a knowledge that's good for that. For Faye? You have everything. It's na is it nature? I can do that. 
I have I have expeditious oh. inspection. I can do that on my turn. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's not me. That's Basil. Shoot, shoot. Uh, it's like do fucking two points of damage. Bullshit. I'm not gonna do that. Uh, I'd rather delay until after you go and have a and have a shot to give uh, Lomang twenty plus hit points. Let Basil go because he can figure out stuff. Probably. Yeah, it's just delay till after Basil. There you are. Yeah, for my first action, I'm going to do Expeditious Inspection and see what I know about Red Caps, if anything. Uh, you know a little bit. You know they are... Well, interesting is they have a Red Cap. It's dyed with blood of its victim. You do know that if you somehow get its cap, it no longer benefits from fast healing. Oh. That's important. And takes a big penalty to its damage rolls. You know they're weak to cold iron because they're fey, and you know that they absolutely hate seeing religious symbols of good deities. Interesting. That, that they really went into the lore of the actual original red cap of all of that. That's very cool. So there's more. Like you know that they also have some reaction. You don't know what it is, but they might have AOOs. They soak blood. They have a million things. They're very, very complex creatures. <laughs> And they're horrific. They're very hard to kill. So the most of that that I can convey in a free speech action would be, say, we gotta get its cap. Yeah. I do have a decent attack option. Can I actually target his hat? Or is that... Yeah, how do you you grab somebody's hat off their head? Well, this is a weird thing. They got rid of disarm because everyone hated it. So (laughs) it's actually no longer in the rules. But there must be a way to do something similar. So let me think about that. Give me a second. No, no, disarm is still here. You try to knock something out of an opponent's grasp. Attempt an athletics check against a reflex save. And if you do it, you successfully knock it off their head. And I'm guessing that counts as an action. It's an attack. An attack, yeah. Yes. So I don't think you'll be able to do it with a spell. Okay, well, for this turn, since I I don't think I really have much option to move in and just, you know, I'd move in and then just stand there and get punched, I'll just use Ray of Frost this round. Well, you also know that they hate good deity religious symbols. I don't know if you have one of those. Yeah. Okay. Well, you cast Ray of Frost. You hit it for max damage and do eight points of damage. Oh, nice. So that's pretty good. If I can take that cap off. Dougie is up and Dougie is standing right next to it. Or or I could come in. And so, Doug, before you take your turn, let's talk for a second. Uh, I do have a a combat option. I have Hydraulic Push, which, if I succeed, it's 3d6 uh, 3D6 damage and pushes them back five feet. So, how do you feel about that? It doesn't matter. Would pushing him in... Is that a ranged spell? It's a ranged spell. Oh! Would pushing pushing him into the room be something you like, or you just want to go toe-to-toe with him? That would be worse, because I want to stand there and grab his hat... Over and over again. Okay, yeah, so otherwise you'd have to move up. All right, so I'm, I'm going to delay till after Dougie. Delay till after me. Okay. So Dougie's going to go. He's going to. He doesn't have a weapon on, so he is just going to grab the hat. And for his athletics checks, yeah. pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. good. Okay, here we go. Except we have a hero point. <laughs> you roll a natural one. Except we have a hero point. Hero point. Well, you have two hero points. Yeah, I, I didn't actually put that in. Now I'm back down to one. Okay, so hero point that sucker. Oh, for God's sakes. That's not much better. Can you do it again? <sighs> 16. So that's the first attempt. And you fail. 
Just for, for the listeners, slash, uh, I think the second time you have to take the roll. Yeah, I have to take the second roll. Yeah, you have to take the second roll. You can't use another hero point uh, again. So you can do it again, but it is considered an attack. So you will get a minus five to this roll. And this thing is super, super quick. So up to you. Have to do it, though. There's nothing else I can do. There's nothing else I can do. This is... Well, you can hit it. I mean, with with my hands? I damage. mean, that's for it to well, heal up. It's going to But it's up to you. Yeah, we'll see. All right, so athletics... Oh, and I forget. 22. It's okay. Minus 5. So, no. 17. God does not it. do it. He's easily jumping out of the way. He's like, you're not going to have my hat. You can't have my hat. No steel candle. No steel candle. Oh, he's running away. Dougie moved out of the way. I mean, I don't know if I should get out of... Uh... Well, you did it. You, you're getting out of the All way. Right. Yeah, I guess I'll do that. Gomez, you're up. Okay, so let's see what the situation is now. I'm just, I'm just moving in order to be able to see what's going on. Because if I'm line aside, his block. All right, I think I'm going to attack him because he's still between me and Lomang, so I cannot heal. I am I, first action. I whip out a scroll. Second action, I read it. I am casting snowball. I'm throwing a snowball at him. What? I would have liked hydraulic. That's uh, you throw a magic propelled chilled ball of dense snow. The target takes two d two d four cold damage and potentially other effects depending on the result of your spell attack roll. Uh, if I succeed, he takes a minus 5 penalty to its speed for a round, and critical success, it's uh, minus 10. So how do you want to handle that as far as the... Well, just use one of your ranged attacks. Yeah? All right. Any one of them will work. All right, I'll use... Um... Yes, okay, I'll use my... Uh... I'll use my watch. Wow. 23. You barely hit him. Yay. With the snowball. So roll 2d4 cold damage, and he has a minus 5 status penalty for one round. Gave him a little snail. <laughs> you hit him with a snowball for three points of damage. I would love if I could hit his hat off his head. That would be nice, but no. Maybe if you critted. Yeah. Lomang, you're up. Now, don't forget a few things. First of all, you all have your um, badges and you, none of you have used your healing for the badge yet ever for today and that will heal you 12 right away so keep that in mind and you need to catch you need to get his hat all right so i could actually pull my potion out drink it and then also do badge three actions right you could no it's a single it's the same as um it's the exact it's not free it's the exact same as lay on hands so it's one action all right so i'm saying i could pull out my potion drink my potion and then lay on hands Correct, and then you'll be done. You can do all that. I'm going to do that, because I hope he forgets about me, and then I can do stuff next turn. All right, so let me do my healing. What is that for the uh, badge? It's 12, and then what is it for the potion? 2d8 plus 5? Yep. It's your one and only lesser healing. Mm -hmm. It's the last one. Okay, so good news is you, you heal yourself with the badge. Scotty, beam me up. And then you whip out the potion and drink it. I rolled. I rolled it. Did you get in my line of sight? Um, all right. So hold on. I'm rolling a, the D8, right? No, it's two D8. Holy moly, 16. So good job. All right. So 16 and 12 is 28 plus 2, 30. And I'm done. 28 hit points more. So you're up to 30 hit points here. Almost back <laughs> alive. Please forget about me, Mr. Redcap. <laughs> 
<laughs> Red cap. Wait, 28 and 12 is 40, not 30. Did you also do... No, 28 and 16. Oh, okay. Sorry. It was six, 16, 16 plus 12. No, no, sorry, no, 12 and 16. Oh, okay, 12 sorry. and 16. Forget about the math. We're doing it right. We're just we're calling plays here. We're getting a little confused. Uh, Mr. Redcap, oh, my God. Do you know what he's going to do? You know what he's going to do? He's going to have some fun. Oh, boy, he's having fun. He's going to run up. Hello. <laughs> and while he's running up, he's going to start kicking. And he's going to kick, let's see, 5, 10. He's going to kick Dougie with a boot. Ooh, Dougie, critical hit. No. Yeah, 30. Your AC is 20. 22 for this round. Why is it 22? Because I have that thing that... Uh, I don't... What's the The first thing? attack is... Uh, let's see, what is it? Is it the uncanny dodge thing? or? Yeah, let's see. Hold on. Where is it? It's uh, nimble dodge. Okay. I have a plus two bonus to AC versus okay. triggering attack. Or it's the first one. Good thing you remembered. So, okay, he kicks you. He does 12 points of damage as he kicks you. Okay. And he's healing more, too, right? Mm-hmm. And then, let's see. Then he... Oh, yeah, and he heals. He doesn't have to. I would have remembered. I wonder if I put that hat on, do I get fast healing? I don't know. I guess you can find out. <laughs> um, so he healed a lot. And so he kicks Dougie, and then he's going to um, use his scythe. Well, oh, you don't want to get hit by that, believe me. Oh, critical miss. Critical miss. Rolls a one. That's a good thing. That's good. That is a good thing. And he's done. Didn't he move also? One more. Yeah, he moved. And he's going to attack uh, Basil with the scythe. Wait, why can he move and attack twice? Oh yeah, that's his third his third action. Now he has a special attack called Stomp, where he can run and kick yes. you while he's running. Oh, <laughs> yes, wow. he can move as part of the attack. He, he's like kicking you while he's moving. He's like doing a jig. He missed everything, man, except for Dougie. Basil, you have a red cap in your face with a huge scythe. I'm going to devise a stratagem, and I'm going to try to grab the hat. Okay. Nice. Oh boy, here we go. Here we go. Oh wait, also just Basil, note, your weapon is silver or cold iron? Silver, so I don't get the cold iron. Oh, okay. Alright. Yeah. Alright. Which activity should I use? Should I use my beak maybe? Beak! No, it's a um it's an athletics check. Oh right, sorry. I don't know if you can devise a stratagem for that because it's not an attack. Oh true, it's not an attack really. Nope, so you can't divide the stratagem. You just do a um, a 13. Okay, not only... I'm going to hero point that. you fail? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a critical failure, by the way. Something bad happened. Even worse. Oh, no. Okay, you roll a five. You are... Oh, no. Finish the thought about not only. You lose your balance and become flat-footed until the start of your next turn because you tried to grab the hat. You did such a poor job that you're now flat-footed. You can still try again. I might as well. I mean, I can't. things can't get any worse. Do you have any attacks? Well, I could just attack with my sword. You know what? I'm going to just attack with my sword, Kane, at this point. Because I think that silver sword might still hurt Fairy. Or Faye, if, if he's Faye. Uh, 16, not even close. He's very fast. Very nimble. Ooh, critical miss. 
Dougie's up. He, he, you guys haven't even come... You're not even close to stealing his hat. I'm not even close. My, my attempts have been terrible. All right. We are going to try to athletics. I wish we had, like, Mage Hand or something right yeah. now. That's true. Gonna try to steal his hat. No steal hat. Steal his hat. You try to steal his lucky charms. 24. There we go. 24. 24. Pretty good. You almost got it. Serious. <laughs> almost. But not quite. Almost. Not quite. Not quite. You came. You, like, brushed your fingers against it. But that is he's going to kill you now. He's, you almost got his hat. He's going to kill you. He has you uh, in his sights. He's, he's really angry. I wonder if I hide in this room if he'll just always forget about me. Oh my god. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna do a hero point. Okay, it's your last hero point. Yeah, no, that's hero point. I mean we're gonna die to this guy. This guy is just ridiculous. Alright, uh this guy's really tough, but we're not dead yet. There's never give up the fight. We're not dead yet. Never. Well should I not Hero point for this? I'm gonna use a hero point. This is ridiculous. I've got to do this. Uh, I, I I say go ahead and hero point because if you get that hat off as a game. Oh player. fuck! Oh, twenty-three. I can't roll over. Again. We actually we actually have to get the hat off because yeah, anything we that we do that's not getting the hat off is invalidated by him still having the hat. Right. The healing is too too powerful. Uh, and you know what? I might as well try for a third time and try to. Get you get it. You get the hell married. Well, no, you used your. That's one action. So one action yeah. to um, try to get the hat. Second action, try to hero pointed to try to get it again. You missed. So now you get a second action. It's up to you. Whatever you want to do. I'm, I'm gonna try to get a hat first. Okay. Okay. Twenty hits, right? I mean, a natural. Well, it's a minus five. So yes, natural twenty yeah, will automatically okay. grab the hat. Now, is the cinematic of this a kung fu movie or Three Stooges? I can't. Three decide. Stooges. You guys are trying to... <gasps> oh, there you oh, go. No. Minus 521, you fail. <laughs> if you rolled that before, you probably would have gotten it, but nope, no minus 5. You don't. You miss it. And the last one. <laughs> okay, that is a critical miss, because you roll a 3, so you will also lose your balance sure. and become flat-footed until your next turn. So both of you are flat-footed. Yeah, you might, might want to think about moving instead, so it makes forces Ooh. him to move. So much. All right, so let's. Let, let, I'm gonna. Let, let, it's time to pull out tricks. We have to. We have to pull out tricks. The direct approach is not the best. So I guess the first thing I'm gonna do is shoot him a deathly gaze and try to intimidate him with my intimidation. <laughs> I'm gonna try to demoralize him and do a terrible job at it. You roll. A natural one. Yeah, there's no 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 hope for that. And uh, for my next two actions, nobody's dropped yet, and I have to I have to conserve. I have to be I have to be economical about my healing. So that was demoralized. So you try that to demoralize him, completely fails. And I can't demoralize him again, right? Like I can't nope. do it until it works, right? Nope. Like that he's, he's, nope. like he's immune to it for, for ten a while minutes, now, right? Yep. Ten minutes. Ten okay, minutes. So that's it. So so that's done. Okay, and then for my next two actions. I have two hands. Can I have? Two, can I take two scrolls out so I have them both ready to not use actions in the future to get scrolls out? I think it's one one action per scroll, probably right. It's well, it's it's no different than taking a scroll and then casting and taking a scroll and casting. It's the same. It's the same result. It's different because then in that future action, 
He'll have a. Uh, I'll be able. I'll be able to cast it without having to take it out because I already took it out, and then I'll have an extra action to move around or do something else if I need to. I think you need two hands for a scroll. Do you need two I'm, hands for a scroll? I'm ninety nine percent sure you need two hands for a scroll. I will double check. I'm looking. I don't see anything in, in anywhere. I've never had that. I've never heard of this idea. Like, because it's like because it's it's an action to take it out of the bandolier and have it ready to be used. Well, and so two like, hands. like like to have it be ready to be used, do you just merely need it held in your hand, or do you need it like totally unfurled and scrolled and like that? I found it. Hold on. Scroll, blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. Casting from a spell. Casting a spell from scroll requires holding the scroll in one hand and activating it with the cast the spell activity on the normal. I have two hands. It looks like. You only need one hand, so that's if perfect. That is the rules, then you can do that. Oh my god! Oh, okay. Oh, hey, that's good. So, okay, so I I withdraw my scroll of spider sting, as well as a scroll of heal, and I have those two now ready. Nice surf and church, and I'm done. Low mang, you're ready. All right, this is a critical turn. Here we go. You better you better kill something. You better you better go kill. To run and close that door. And you get flanking. You get flanking if you move in. All too. right, I move there. There's one action. Need uh, let's try and grab that hat. Does crane stance help with that? No, it's athletics check. I have a very high athletics. It's athletics. Grab that hat. Meanwhile, the amount of damage you could have been doing instead of grabbing the hat, I'm just thinking. But yeah, go, go, go for the hat. But subtract the hat from any of that damage, and, and, and it, it's zero or two points. Zero point. 24, so close. With flanking, once again, your hand. Oh, interesting. Oh, wait, the flanking. Does that affect? Because this is an attack, isn't it? Yes, it is. So guess what? Oh, so Basil's stuff would have worked. No, it wouldn't have, because he didn't have flanking. flanking. Um, you grab the hat. You grab the hat. But, but if it's an attack, he could have devised the stratagem. No, it's not because it's it's the divisor stratagem is a strike, not an attack. Oh, okay. We yeah, we we went through that. Okay, this is what happens. You flank him, you zig, you zag, you duck and weave, and you grab the hat, and he starts screaming on top of his lungs. That's fabulous. Which is probably not a good thing because now he's alerting everyone. But he's like losing his mind because you just grabbed his hat. Now what do I do? With, what do I do with this hat though? That's the question. I don't know, but you have a hat in your hand. Now that was what are you action number do? two, right? He's hatless. He's hatless, and he's flipping out. I, I feel like I need to run away with it. Uh, no, attack him. You've got flanking right now. What are you doing? Yeah, but he's just gonna he's, he's just gonna grab it back. Atta attack you him. You know what I mean? Attack him. Uh, yeah, well, let him. Let you guys get into a tug of war about the hat back and forth, back and forth, while we kill him. That's one turn of him not healing. Yeah, get the damage in while you can, man. If you can. Chase after me though. It's okay. I'll you have the hat off. Now we have to lay in the damage as much as possible, in my opinion. But what if I throw the hat somewhere? Like, throw it to Gomez? Can I do a forward pass to Gomez? Are you going to try to really throw it to Gomez? Uh, my hands are full. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's got a scroll in each hand, so if you do that, it's just going to drop throw it. Like, put it in your inventory. You have an action. Like, what is it? Is, is athletics uh, against what? Against reflex. So, like, what's your reflex, Lomang? It's pretty good. And what's his athletics? He, like, it might be difficult. It might be. It might be pretty difficult for him to get the hat back from you. I mean, my problem is I can attack, but he his AC is so high, and and these are all negatives at negatives. It's like 
Yeah. All right. Well, put, put the hat in your inventory, like your bag. Yeah. 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 Can you like stick it in your shirt? Yeah. That takes one action. To put it. Put it in my bed. Well. Uh, yeah. Then it's not a disarm action anymore. He has to actually beat you up and, and mug you to get it back. Is that, is that true, Steve? Well, it's not an equipped item anymore. I'm gonna tell you, it's not equipped. It will actually take two actions for you to like stow it, though. It takes two. It's not yeah, one. That makes one action. Don't you have two actions? He does. No. He has two actions. No, he moved. So he... No, I don't. I moved and I attacked. Oh, you have two. So... I'm going to play a hunch. I want to see what he does. Yeah, it's up to you. I mean... I move at 40. I want to see if he comes after me. I have a feeling he's going to forget all of you guys come after me, and then we can flank him the other way. Oh, God, Chris. Why? No. No. Then, then all of us need to expend an action to move into melee range with him. You have flanking right yeah, now. And you, and you, kind, you do kind of want to be within sight, line of sight of me so I can heal you. All right, I go there. Oh, my God. Yeah, draw him near me. Oh that's my a great God. idea. Okay. He's not going to mess with any of you guys. Believe me. <laughs> actually, that's not a bad idea. Actually, you know what? That's not a bad idea. You, yeah, you do that. That's that's actually good because my spider sting scroll is a, is a touch. Nice. Line, so get, get him near me. And he'll have flanking that way. Well... That's not how touch works anymore. He's going to kick you while he moves, so he's not going to even waste a, 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 a thing. And Well, I'm going to tell you what he does. Yeah, so We'll see. He's going to chase after Lomek. First, he's going to kick Dougie on the way over. <laughs> now, now it actually crits you because you're flat. Not flat. So that is a critical hit. Yes, you are. You are flat. I don't. Because I have steady balance, I am not Yes! Not flat-footed while attempting to uh, balance and can... Uh... You're not balancing. You you tried to disarm. You critically failed. You lose your balance and become flat-footed at the start of your next turn. Oh, no. Because you've critically failed disarm. Now, what is your thing you have? It says, uh, let's see, description. It's a good lawyer, but for the wrong crime. What's it called? It's called steady balance. Okay, let me look at uh... it. Whenever you roll a success using the balance action. I do like that he just gives everybody boots to the head. <laughs> You're not flat-footed while attempting to balance on their surfaces. Thanks That's not what you were doing. So you can... nope. Oh, I thought you were flat-footed. Yeah, nope. I'm flat-footed. Yep, you're still flat-footed. <laughs> it, it would say you're, immu you're immune to the flat-footed condition. <laughs> yes. You uh, take 28 points of damage as he kicks you, yeah. and you're now uh, dying to. No, no, no. Uh... Hero points either. Nope, no hero points. And he runs over to Lomang, and now he's going to How many scythe Lomang. Miss! Oh, thank God. He misses you. Up. At a minus 10, he still hits you with a 21. He does 13 points of damage to you. Basil is up. First action, I'm going to use my badge on Doggy. You can't. Awesome. You can only do it personal. Oh, it's only a personal one. Shoot. Mm -hmm. Can I activate his? Not awesome. Can you can you force a, a potion down his throat? No, but you can force pour a potion down his throat if you wanted to, or stabilize him, or heal him, or whatever. Well, I'm got. torn between leave leave the healing to uh, Gomez versus versus. Well, the thing that I would like to do, I would like to roll the dice on poisoning him with the spider venom poison that enfeebles him if it works. All right, I'll take out uh, my good po one of my good potions and I'll force it down Dougie's throat. The problem is, um, we're in big trouble because we're, we are in big trouble because he just he he hit me with a negative ten attack and he he only attacked me twice and he still did crazy damage. 
Like, if I stand there for a full round, I'm fucked. I agree. It's a, it's a chess game at this point, and I'm not sure what the good move is, actually. I, I'm thinking I might have to initiate the hit-and-run tactic, because I think I'm faster than him. That's a good idea. Oh, yeah. If, if you can... Oh, that's a great idea, actually. If you could just... If you I can do my flurry, chase. and then run. Yeah. Oh, man. So, so um, okay, roll. You take out the potion. You pour it down. Dougie's throw 2d8 plus 5. Is this outdoors... Those doors are locked outside. Maybe you could do something super clever, like lead him into one of those torture rooms that's full of cold iron. How do you, how do you like or them out? trap room. Um, like, that canoe trap is still working. That's true. Uh, ten points uh, healed. So, Dougie is on the ground. Uh, he is at wounded two. You get critted again, you die permanently. Oh my god. I'm just warning you. Because you have no more hero points, uh, Basil, you have one more action. I, I I need a heal, Gomez, big time. That's awful. If it, if it can make me stay even one more round, then we have a shot. Because I can try my key strike on him, which could potentially do good damage. And I'm flanking. Um, I'm going to I'm going to cast shield with, since I only have one action. That's probably the most useful thing I can do. Gomez is up. All right. Uh, so wait, how how much are you down? I Lomang? am down. Oh, by the way, Lomang, and I'm down thirty-two damage. Okay, all right. So I'll get. I'll give you my. Uh... Okay, wait a second. I actually made a mistake. Wait, I made a mistake, and this actually is important. That's gonna. We're, we're gonna reset this. Okay, I made a mistake because when the cap is off of him, he loses four points of damage. Oh, he does less damage from his rolls. So Lomang is actually at twenty-one. Dougie, I get eight points. Did not die. Was he? Was he? Yeah, yeah. He was he not not knocked out. He actually would have been uh, two ten. You would have had twenty points of damage. You were at twenty six. Okay. So you would have not been knocked out, and you're at six points of damage. So let's reset a little. I'm sorry about that, but uh, I so will... he's not. So he was he's never not, dying. No, nope, he was dying never dying too. Dying right too. You were not dying. I think Basil should get his turn back because he kind of really wasted his potion on me. And... Basil totally gets back his turn, so we're going to reset this. This is what happened. The red cap kicked Dougie. He thought he killed him, but he actually didn't because the cap made him a little weaker, and I forgot. And then he runs up to Lomang and sits him, but again, not as much oomph in that scythe, and does four less damage and eight less damage to Dougie. So all of you are still alive, and Basil is now up. So wait, Dougie, Dougie didn't get knocked out? Okay, so if no, he didn't get knocked out, he can't pass Dougie did Dougie. not get knocked out, he, he, he was not square, dying. Right? He can't pass Dougie's square. Stand, he can't just move. That's why you should have full health. He diagonally. He went through diagonal. He can go through Oh, oh I got, I got, I got you. Out. I didn't see where Dougie was. Okay, yeah, yeah, I see. Be- between Dougie and Basil. Yeah, yeah, he went diagonally. So, Basil, you're up. And Dougie, and I'll give you back your potion. So, start over, Basil. <laughs> well, in that case, I don't think I would. I feel like I wouldn't bother healing Dougie, and I'd go ahead and try to put some damage on him while we got the hat off. Okay. So I'm going to step up five feet, okay. and I'm going to go ahead and attack with my sword cane. A twenty, incredibly close, but you miss. And I might as well just go ahead and attack again. Okay. Or wait, actually, I'll still go ahead and cast my shield with the final action. Okay. 
Now Gomez goes. Not quite as bad as before. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Agents of Edgewatch. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at discord.rollforcombat.com.